on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight, we tell a story of Barnby Road Academy to the senior GB athletics team. Amy Hunt has just returned from Vienna, dropped the kickbag off at home and rushed around to Sport HQ to tell us a story. And she's got a cold as well. And she's still here. What a star. The twins are back with all the news from New York Athletic Club and Graham tells us what the Striders have been up to. It's been quite a quiet week, but I'm sure Graham's got something to talk about. This is, of course, the renowned Radio New at Sport. And these are some of the young names, apart from Amy, that starred over the weekend. Her last gas equaliser from Sam Richards saved a point for Farnden Colts, as third entertained second in the Notts Youth League under-18s division. The all-important goal coming in the fourth minute of injury time. Leaders Long Bennington took full advantage with a routine 3-1 victory over Sandy Acre. The goal's coming from Coburn Reed and a brace from Sam Wright. After <coughs> Try again. After last week's goal fest, we should have known the cup match between RHP Colts and Grimsbyborough would be decided by a single goal. And of course, it was. This time, the honours went to the visitors. Collingham's under-18s maintained top spot in the Lincolnshire League with a one-all draw at third-place Cleeforts. The two sides meet again in the County Cup semi-final at Station Road on Sunday. And me thinks the pitch will be a lot better than it was at Cleeforts. Now, of course, we've got the Twins on at 20 past seven and they told us they did everything together. So, whilst Tilly Owens was enjoying the Warwickshire countryside, Twin Lauren was in the warm for the pole vaulting arena in Manchester to clear a height of 2.51 metres. And further afield, Big Sister Amber was running indoors at the Lynchburg, Virginia, USA, competing in 800 metres and recording the time of 2 minutes, 26.18 seconds. Newark Athletic Club Zoe Smith completed the EIS Sheffield on Sunday, finishing fourth in the 60 metre with a time of 8.85, third in the 200 and starring in the under-13 age group. A record 267 youngsters braved Sunday's cold weather in the junior park run and Fernwood Sword Club's Arthur Eakin got his Yorkshire Youth League season off to the best possible start. A gold medal in Bradford and an excellent victory for the rugby club under-14 boys, beating visitors West Bridgeford by 31 points to seven at a very cold and muddy Kellam Road. I'm Rick Bradley, of course. No Tony Smith tonight. He's gone off footballing, and the match at Lowfields against Renneth, as far as we know, is still on. No pitch preservation at Lowfields. So, a young athlete from Newark was hoping to make her mark on the international stage on Saturday when she raced in over 60 metres in her England senior squad debut. Amy Untus, the ripe old age now of 16, travelled to Austria to compete in the Vienna Classic, a competition hosting the up-and-coming and most informed young athletes from all across Europe. That's as much as I know about it. We're going to leave it to the expert now. So, welcome back to Radio Newark. It's been a long time, Amy, but uh, you're a busy girl, but we've finally persuaded you to come back in the studio. So, welcome back to us. Thank you. Um, We started talking about Amy when she was probably 11, 12 years years old, when the biggest event of the year was a trip up with the family to Gateshead to run the (laughs) England schools and... Opening the Barnby Road Academy school, summer fate, and all <laughs> things like that. Now she's wandering around with a senior England vest to her name. Um, it's been a fantastic rise, but we've all known this is going to happen because of the, the sheer talent. So, from, first of all, from everybody in Newark, before you tell us how you got on, fantastic, brilliant, well done, what a star. Thank you very much. Um, now let's talk about the 
the day and the lead up to the day. How do Team England tell you they want you to run for them? Wow, so um, about a week or two now, a week or two now, I got a call from my coach saying, um, "Oh, I've just been had an email from one of the heads of England Athletics to say that they want you on the senior team for Vienna." So that was quite quite a bit of a shock because I, I didn't think I'd be. Um, I wasn't sure whether I'd be old enough to qualify for the senior team because I'm still only 16, so <laughs> still quite young. So, um, yeah, and told the family and the little sister was jumping up and down and screaming, oh, my God, we're going to Vienna. <laughs> so it was really it was really amazing. I was really shocked and just grateful for the opportunity because I didn't think it would arise, and it was such an amazing experience. So you didn't actually have a lot of time to actually think about it between being told and the actual event mm. so training couldn't change just talk about the training for a moment because obviously you've got your own coach is 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 the coach linked to england coaching then because they're obviously going to want you to train in a, a certain way um so no he's actually a club volunteer coach still i think but he does a lot of work with british athletics para um futures academies and things but um we were already quite into speed training and because i'd already had a few races indoors so i raced at manchester and at loughborough so we were it was all right because we were in our speed phase of training working on blocks and short stuff so we didn't have to massively change anything we just worked on the same things and just focusing on perfecting some things and progressing in some of my weaker areas what um, dad's here as well um dad um when she sort of wanders in the house at night time and says oh by the way um what sort of reaction does mum and dad come up with <laughs> excitement and surprise um because we didn't think it would happen as amy said um but the sister holly was absolutely jumping for joy was that a, a break to vienna was probably just what she wanted <laughs> <laughs> um it wasn't just a break for vienna as you just said um, you, it, it was a f- you made it into a family which i think yeah. is it is is lovely because amy's not on her own is she no i mean obviously she's 16 now so she's fully capable of looking after herself but you know as a family we, we like to do things together we enjoy being together and it's nice to see her run and, and you know i've probably only missed probably a couple of her races in, in the last four or five years so we're always keen on following her and, and making sure that she's okay but you know you have to let go a little bit sometimes and and so this was one of the first opportunities where we could do that and, and know that she was going to be looked after really well Talk, talking of letting go because it, it, it intrigued me as you say you, you you've been with, with your daughter from day one hmm. um and, and you've been there for her you've been encouraging her you've been helping her you've been doing everything possible now she's elevated to the you know the esteemed ranks of um, england with their own coaches and their own people you're still the taxi of dad i would assume (laughs) Um, that never changes however old we get um but you're basically taking her to the the door and saying or the hotel or whatever and saying bye-bye best of luck has that been a hard transition for you <laughs> yes definitely you, le- you left me in the airport well your flight was two hours earlier than mine and you kept saying oh right we'll, we'll leave to check in and go to security at 10 to 11 then it was 11 then it was 10 past then it was 20 past and i was like you guys need to go otherwise you won't be able to get on the we didn't flight. want to leave you on your own in I know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's, yeah it's difficult to let go when you've been so close for such a long time but we, we i still take it to training yeah, three or four times a week. So we still have a lot of time in the car when we, you know, we have a, a good deal <laughs> good of banter shots. in the car. Um, so I still get a lot from that experience and, and being with her and our relationship there. But um, yeah, it's difficult now because of now she's got to that stage and she's sixteen and 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 starting to, to you know progress in her career. It's it's we do understand we have to take a seat back now mm. and, and and let her go and, and let her do things on her own. So it is. It's bittersweet in some ways. It's lovely to see her go, but you feel a bit sad that some of it's starting to be dropped off. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do know the feeling. It um, just to 
jump about a little bit, Amy. Have, have you been to the new running track? You know it yet? Have you seen it? Not yet. We have seen it. We've seen it from the gym. Yeah. <laughs> when we've been on the gym, we've been on the, in the gym. We um, looked hard. It did look very impressive, but not yet. Not had the opportunity yet. So, so we've re- have to be sometime. We, we've really got to organise then with the good people of New York AC to let you go down there one night and have a, 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 have a go on it. Yeah. Do you fancy that? Yeah, definitely. You do. Lovely. Well, I'll, I'll have a word with the president and we'll get you uh, we'll get you down there to um, a bit of a photo session. Have a go on yeah. it because it does, after all these years, it's it looks spectacular. Yeah, it, it really does. You know, we're talking about hosting Nottingham County events now. We knew it. You know, come on. Yeah, yeah I think it'd be amazing just for all the young people, young athletes at Barnby Road and all the because there's so many primary schools in Newark and there's so many children that now have the opportunity to go to training and it brings in more coaches, more volunteers and everything. So it's just great and, for everyone. And, and as the twins told us a couple of weeks ago, on a night like this at the Grove, there's 13 or 14 people. Mm. They said there's hundreds. Gareth says there's nearly a hundred. But whichever way you look at it, it's an awful lot more than 13 or 14. <laughs> and, af- and athletics in Newark now. On the back of that track, your name, it can go, it can, it can be known stop, can't it? Yeah, it can. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic, though, that finally we've got a facility like that in Newark, and it's been, we've been crying out for it for years and years, as you say, but oh, it's just, um, it, now it's here. It's, it's wonderful. We'll, we'll, we will get something organised, eh, mate? <laughs> yeah. We will sort that one out for you. Um, right, so, plane to Vienna, you meet up at the airport with the rest of the England squad, I assume? Yes. And I assume you probably know most of them. Oh, so, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I knew a couple of people. There was a um, quite prolific 400-metre runner called Amber Running, who's 18, and I'm quite good friends with her because we're similar ages. And then I knew probably a couple of other people, and that was it because everyone was senior, so... They were quite old. <laughs> quite, <laughs> old yeah. quite old, Quite yeah. old. In the, the 20s. The yes. girl, um, <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> the girl in my 60-metre race is 20, was 29 today and has a son, so it was like, wow. In the same race <laughs> as very, you? In the same race Crike. as me. So um, I was the youngest in the team by two years. So <laughs> that was um, an interesting experience and completely different to a junior one where practically everyone knows each other. And you all hang out in each other's rooms quite a bit and just have quite a lot of laughing and joking, whereas this was a lot more focused on yourself and a lot more private in a way. A bit more... Um, not a bit, not a bit more serious, because at junior competitions it's still extremely serious and still a lot of pressure, but it was... But you're all growing up yes. together, aren't you? Yeah. So, you know, where if you're in Gateshead for the schools yeah. or down in London, it's the same group isn't it now it's it's yeah, not the atmosphere was very different but not in a, not necessarily in a bad way it was a great um atmosphere to be in and great people to be around because there's like lena nielsen harry akins Ariti, who are like quite massive within the athletics world so to be on the same team as them was really amazing you see what you really want to be on is the amy hunt twitter feed because it's like a new <laughs> it's like a who's who is british athletics she's, she's chatting away well, i know that name i know that name i know that name <laughs> keeps me entertained for hours that does um so flight over to austria which you got made friends with people that you didn't know um yeah. a wonderful five-star hotel all paid for by team england yes it was right next to it at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> so we were all saying if this was a junior competition, everyone would be in there <laughs> every night. But no, we didn't see anyone going there, actually. <laughs> but, um, Nobody brave enough for that one. <laughs> no, it was funny because um, when I went to the European under-18s last year, we also flew to Vienna. It was, so it was a bit, of, a bit of a weird deja vu thing happening where I was like, I'm flying to Vienna again for another competition. It was it was a bit strange, but it was it's just really great to have that experience of flying out to compete again because you don't get to do it very often but then it's so important when you get to the major chance which are quite often abroad to have that experience and know exactly what you need to do nutrition wise like sleep wise your routines that you need to go through so to experience that again is just really great practice for did it help knowing the track then because obviously you've been to Vienna, so you know the track. Oh no, we didn't go to the track. Oh right, we got we went straight from Vienna Airport to Hungary. So, 
didn't get any time to see any of Austria. Austria. Oh, right. Um, yeah, so that was exciting when we walked into the track and actually seeing it because it's quite a bit of an arena. There's lots of it's seating. A it's it? a velodrome, actually, around the outside of the track. So that was a bit strange, having a velodrome because it's very steep. Um, but it was really quite awe-inspiring, the track. There's massive lights and it was really... Wow, I was really impressed. And they played music. And in they between. played music in between. They had a, they had a um, commentator, albeit all in German. And the starter was in German. And the starting was in German. So they said Alfden Pletzer and Vertig, which are, I was like, wow, not going to say on your marks and set. So that was that was a very different experience because um, never had that one before. But that was I just found it really funny. I, I said to someone straight after my race, actually, I said. I enjoyed that so, so much. It was so much fun and I just wish I could go and do it again and I did get the opportunity to run again in the final which was also equally as amazing if not slightly better because I ran a PB <laughs> again. <laughs> so let, let's, <laughs> let's get to the nitty-gritty of all this then, shall we? You've just alluded to it. You've ran your PB. Um, oh, I've got it here. It says a massive congratulations to Amy Hunt on her. I'll leave the rest to you. Yeah, so I went into the heat which was the first race I did, and I was in heat two, so the fastest girls were in heat one, and um, I ran 7.40, so that was a PV at the time by 0.01. Just a sneaky little PV. Um, what? A PV? So, yeah, a PV is a PV. Whatever it is. So I was re- really happy with that because I got a PV on my senior England debut, and not that many people can say that, so that was just the big aim for the weekend. Well, the, the number one priority, as discussed by my coaches and family was to just go out there and enjoy it said no absolutely practically no pressure on you just go and have fun and really take in and absorb the whole experience which was really really fun to be able to do because usually it's very much focused in on the race and you have objectives to achieve times to achieve but I really got to take in the experience and have fun out on the track which was (laughs) which was new and really really nice but um so yeah, I ran my PB in the heat and then about two or three hours later had a final and then ran 7.39 to get third, which was also PB. And the girl that won at that time, it was a world lead. So it was very, it was a very good co- standard of competition and it was amazing to be in that race with her um, and to achieve my PB as well. She always was modest. It was bloody brilliant. Somebody <laughs> brought me. You know, don't be modest. It, I mean, that dad probably exceeded expectations. Yeah, I think so. What I had to do one of the things we wanted her to run well, and, and obviously, and, and also try and achieve near her PB. We all, we said before she went, if she got anywhere near a PB, it would be a really good race. Um, as Amy said, to enjoy it and, and, and get as much out of the experience as possible. Um, but to actually do a PB in the first race, we were ecstatic. We were shouting for joy in the stands. <laughs> then, then, and, but the thing was, we could see the time because she finished first in her race. You could see on the on the electronic um, timing thing that uh, she'd got a PB. So we knew exactly what happened. In the final, and she came third, obviously the clock stops when the leader goes through and you're then waiting on the electronic... Um, results um, thing to come through to see what time she got and if she actually got second or third because it was so close in the line she was only a hundredth behind the second place person so close so so close close. but it's alright because it wasn't a championship and I didn't think I would be that close to her because she has a really fast PB I can't quite remember what it is but she's yeah she's very fast the girl that just beat 7.24 wow what Um, uh, what did the coaches (laughs) say to you (laughs) I had a um phone call from like coach and he was just like oh my gosh I'm so proud of you really well done I couldn't have asked for anything more you're just amazing and I'm really really happy and then um talked to Paul as well and he was like I'm just so proud of you it's really an amazing achievement so yeah but the, coach, the England coach and, the, really- and the England coach was so lovely the team managers and my um, head of head of speed. <laughs> um, head so, of speed. <laughs> yeah, they have um, team managers that take care of each kind of um, group of disciplines. So they have like speed, endurance, throws, right. and jumps, um, which they do for most competitions. To be fair, but 
that was nice. Because uh, there's a, there a lot of um, speed athletes there, actually. So... Oh, right, we're just nice going to go for a quick. We've just got to go for a quick break because we've got to catch up with the twins because they've got to do their talking <laughs> before half past seven because that's when training starts. Oh, uh. they get into trouble, so uh, we better catch up with the twins. Right, uh, it may be a wonderful new track and um, all the things that go with it, but it's still outdoors, and the twins are still got to do their reporting, even though it's freezing cold, raining, snowing, doing whatever it's doing out there. But it's not the twins. You see, I always thought, as I said at the top of the show, they did. They told me they did everything together. There's only one of them there tonight, and at the weekend, one of them was cross-country running in the mud of Warwickshire, and the other was in the warmth of an indoor arena in Manchester. And I think we've got the one in the warmth. Lauren, good evening. Good evening, how are you? I'm all right, thanks to you. Now, explain to us how you was not cross-country running. No, um, I was at a vault Manchester, um, which was on Saturday, while um, the rest of the family were in um, Warwickshire doing the cross-country for the Midland Champs. I think um, you got that one just about right. Yeah, I think I made the best decision, yeah. Right, what you got to tell us? I'm going to leave it to you. So on Saturday the 19th, we had the Lynx Schools, and well done to all newer KC athletes competing at Burley House. The results are as followed. We had Josh Clee second and Joseph Monk fifth in the Year 7 boys, Ellie Monaghan 16th and Catherine Booth 18th in the Inter girls. We are not quite sure on Tom Braithwaite's position, but he ran for the Inter boys. Beth Wynne-Jones was 16th and Neve Monaghan had a cracking run in 7th for the junior girls. Tilly was 8th and I was 9th in the senior girls with Laura Bates winning the senior girls race and Ed Buck also won the senior boys race so we had a great run in from all. And then on Sunday the 20th of January we had the Sports Hall which were represented by a small and mighty team who all had lots of fun and worked really hard and we had Zoe running who also got a gold medal in either the 4 lap or the 6 lap. Also, a well done to Zoe, who ran at the Sheffield EISA and came third in both the 60 metre and the 200 metre. So that was really good for her. And finally, we had the big hilly course with a ditch that was thrown in at the Midland Cross Country Championships at Leamington Spa. Chloe Hubbard ran a great place to come sixth in the senior ladies. Tilly Owens was catching the back of the field in the under-17s. Unfortunately, Laura Bates... After having a good run at the start and placing fifth, she had to pull out due to um, illness. The men's race saw Tim Bagley, 123rd, Tom Hubbard, 173rd, Oliver Crampton, 238, and Gareth Owens, 252nd for the last of the Newark AC home. It was good that it hadn't rained much or the course would have been really muddy. And finally, a well done to Linton Taylor, who ran in the Northern Leagues for a 13th place for Leeds University. So we've had a good two weekends of running and cross-country. I think you most most certainly have, and uh, in the cold and the wet and everything. We've all enjoyed it. That that That's the main thing. Yeah, yeah, it's been good, yeah. That's what it's all about. Um, It's a massive, massive weekend this weekend coming up, isn't it? Yeah, we've got the um, Anglian Schools Championships on Saturday. And it's, it, it, it's the Knott schools as, as, um, as well. There's a cross-country league on Sunday. There's the British universities that probably Linton Taylor may, may well be at um, down, down in Exeter. You, it's, uh, yeah, it's a very busy weekend for Newark Athletics Club. I think you're going to have a very busy Tuesday night next week. Yeah, we will do. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your training. Is, is Gareth anywhere close? Um, no, we... No, he isn't, no. Right, I shall catch up with him very soon. I need to ask a favour from him, which I'm absolutely sure he's going to say yes to, but i better ask him first. Right, yeah. Lauren, thank you very much. We will catch up with you again very soon. Yeah, see you later, thank you. Bye. And it's also got to be some time when I can come down and take some photos for Radio Newark, because Amy Hunt <laughs> on the Newark track is, is going to be one heck of a... One heck of a picture opportunity it, it really is right let's have a quick look at um, some of the national headlines that i want to go back to 2018 and what amy's done to get recognized and that fantastic weekend that she's just had first of all though two or three stories from the world of sport And as we mentioned last night, Notts County owner Alan Hardy has put the club up for sale. Hardy said in the club statement that his decision was not due to the club's 
current league position or events which have unfolded in the media over the weekend. With the club bottom of Division 2, the book stops with me. I take ultimate responsibility for the current situation. He added that he already been speaking to two interested parties. And, of course, I had to add my little bit that his county do drop out of the Football League. The oldest Football League club reverts to Forest. Yes. London Lions won the British Basketball League Cup for the first time since 2008 as they beat the Glasgow Rocks 68-54 in the final at Birmingham. The Lions' leaders of the BBL Championship were never behind as they consigned the Rocks to their 10th successive Cup final defeat. I think I'd give up. This is Radio Newark Sport. The 10th successive... Whatever sport you're in, <laughs> you know, if you're in a team sport and you're beating 10 Cup finals back-to-back, I'd just despair, wouldn't you? That'd be so depressing, wouldn't it? There's just... I don't think there's any way back from that. No. Um, the story that I didn't get time to read, and it, it is it's sport, so I'm, it'd be interesting what a 16-year-old thinks to this. And now I'm going to put you on the spot here. I'm intrigued. <laughs> Malaysia has been stripped of hosting the 2019 World Para Swimming Championships for refusing to let Israelis compete say the International Paralympic Committee. Malaysia, which is a majority Muslim country, has been banned, uh, banned the athletics because of what Kuala Lumpur sees as Israel's poor treatment of Palestinians. The Israeli foreign minister condemned the decision and accused Malaysia of anti-Semitism. What does a, a 16-year-old think to that sort of story? Um, so I think that sport should promote equality and not division, and I don't see how people's religion should have any negative impact on their athletic ability and their, their ability to be able to perform on the national and international stage so I think it's I think it's so horrible that people aren't allowed to compete, people aren't allowed to participate in sport because it's not to do with any race, religion or anything like that. It's purely for enjoyment, for fun, for health. And I just think it's horrible that people are not allowed to compete for whatever reason. It's sports got is stronger than that, and it does, and it should rise above that sort of. It's, it's got. I to mean, why? It's, why I, I, it's got to. Where would it know, stop? If, if yeah, you know, if exactly. Could you then say, well, you, you're not going to have, you can't allow those people in, or, or sorry, you're too old or too young or, or whatever. Where would it ever stop? It's absolutely shocking that in 2019 we're still reading stories like that, and you, you, you know, young superstars like Amy here, uh, it is, it is still doing their sport, but on the background of. Of countries like it amazes me. Well, it's strange, isn't it? That, as you say, in this day and age, that that, that a country can decide that, that they don't want another country's athletes to take part mm. in an international competition in their own country, promoting promoting you know. their own. Because whenever they put on a competition, that brings in a certain amount of tourism and a certain amount of money into the economy of that country. So it's always a positive thing, and you get to showcase your country and. If you host it well, then you might host it again, and then there's even more benefits. So, saying no and then being stripped of it is quite detrimental. It, and I've shot yourself in the foot. I just think it's shocking. I, 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 we've, we've moved no further than the 1940s, to be quite honest. It feels that way. Doesn't it? It really <laughs> it's exactly does. the point, isn't it? You know, I mean, and, and well done to, to them, the organisers, saying that they'll strip yeah. them of that of that ability yeah. to run the competition. Yeah, being to be bigger and. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, let's get back to Amy. Um, I always like to find out the youngsters' opinions on these sort of things. It's because uh, they are the future. They are. You know, it, it, it's They're their the opinions that matter. Those things going uh, forward. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, it is their opinions. Um, let's talk about 2018 because it's it, it, probably a year since we've seen you. Um, you've been that that busy. <laughs> yeah. um, so let's um, let's look back through 2018 and some of the highs and the lows because every every sports person has has a low um first of all though and um, when lauren was talking about the lincolnshire schools you was going miss that uh, <laughs> <laughs> i used to do um the lincolnshire schools cross country when i was a uh, year seven made it through to the anglian schools cross country <laughs> but um 
Never again, it, she says. It was fun at the time, but I would never do it again. No. Gosh, I much prefer indoors <laughs> and sprinting in general. In, well, indoors, imagine going any longer than about 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, um, the longest I'll go is like a 60-second time trial in training, and then that's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's, so it doesn't appeal to you sort of running around Burley House in the mud and the wind and the rain? And... I don't get why anyone would do it, personally. <laughs> I think I think endurance runners are a bit crazy, to be honest. Even the, even at competitions, they're, they're the ones out every morning going for like a 6 a.m. jog, and they go out for jogs in the evening as soon as you get off the plane, they're doing stuff, and it's like, Wow, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we're sprinters, we're the elite. We don't do that. <laughs> um, 2018 then, um, a gold at 100 metres at the um, National Athletics Championships. That's mm-hmm. one. You tell us about that and a few more. Oh, so last year was a big, big experience and a big learning curve for me personally. So it was nice to end up, end the year on that gold at Nationals for what had been quite a at times frustrating year so I started off with the indoor season which was quite frustrating because I ran 7.43 in 2017 and I really struggled to get past it in 2018 I was racing really quite often and getting really annoyed that I wasn't able to beat this time thinking oh I should I should be improving I should be making improvements every day and getting a new PB but it was I think I was just so obsessed about guessing it. It didn't happen. Every time I raced, I was so tense and do, fixated on that do, time. Do you think that genuinely that it, that could be... It, it's in the mind? Yeah, I think so sometimes because sometimes you want it so badly that it doesn't happen. You need to try and relax. stay calm and relax and try and keep a level head instead of getting so worked up and irate. Like, why can't, why can't I run fast? I know, I know I can run fast in training. I've run through the timing gates and they've told me that I'm running at this speed, I'm, I, I'm running at this time, but I can't replicate it in a race. So I think that was a great learning experience for me because it told me that I needed to relax a bit more. I needed to not be so... Intense. Intense and so fixated upon a new PV or fixated upon getting that good time and just to live in the moment a bit more. So, yeah, that was an interesting one. And then I chose to compete at the in the under 20 age group at the English indoors when I was still in under 17 so that shocked a few people I think because a few people were expecting me to defend my title but I wanted the good competitive race because I wanted to get this time um and oh gosh I can't remember fourth wow frustrating (laughs) The the worst position to come but um that that was great because I was in the mix with some really really good like amazing girls and the girl that came two third? girls well the two first and second were both from Ireland first and second were both from Ireland and they went to world juniors, world juniors and won a silver in the relay at world juniors and the girl that came third is now on the GB senior relay team she went to world juniors got a bronze individually a bronze in the relay so and no disgrace so no to come forth looking back on it back. it's really not that bad but obviously at the time I was Quite annoyed. Frustrated. And frustrated. Um, I just want to go back in a second about this time thing, because it does... We're talking tomorrow night about um, our things and getting the mind and depression and mental illness and things like that. And I know it's nothing like that, but um, I just want to just come back to that. But I think I've got some breaking news that if you're in the car listening to this going down to Lowfields, um, I'll turn round if I was you, because... uh, the communications officers ju- just arrived in the studio. Um, I'm assuming, Tony, then it's off. No, I was just bored to death and I'd rather be here. Well, that's understandable. But, uh, no, it's, it got called off. There was a pitch inspection by the referee about uh, 30 minutes before kick-off. And although the ball appeared to be bouncing to a Yorkshire lad, apparently, in, um, in his opinion, the game uh, wasn't fit to go ahead. It was done safety first in mind, which you can understand, but even so... Well, the referee, at the end of the day, is responsible. Responsible, yeah. So he's going to take it as that. Yeah, I mean, in, in, in fairness to the referee, you know, um, his neck's on the line if somebody breaks a leg in those conditions. But um, that's it. To a Yorkshire lad, it was perfectly playable. Okay, right. So if you're in the car going down to Lowfields, keep listening to this, of course. But um, I would suggest you probably turn around because uh, there is no football tonight. So I'm a, 
my guess is they're all going to be there again next week but um we'll figure we'll figure that one out a little bit um later on back to um our star guest tonight senior england gb amy hunt um it is a long way since i got you to open the summer school fate isn't it <laughs> a long time ago, wow. um i just want to go back because it does intrigue me a little bit that even for somebody like yourself it can get into your head that i've got to be take a tenth of a second off why aren't I, why am i not doing it how how did you you got yourself into that mental frame um and not relaxing before you start you said that did it just naturally come out how did you chill out to put it bluntly so um Actually, quite funny, I did a similar thing at an outdoor race the same year, so I ran at Guernsey, and again, this was my first race back after having an injury, which I'm sure we'll come back to, but um, I was very, um, I really wanted to get selection for the under-18s, which I did end up going to, but I was very um, focused on the time that I perceived that I had to get, um, and in the end it had a big detrimental effect, because I was so caught up in I have to get this time, I have to make this time, that um, it didn't happen. But I was very lucky to still be able to go. But it just showed me again that this is really not a good thing to be doing and you need to kind of stop this. So I think that's why um, this race in Vienna, we said, just go out and enjoy it. Like, that's your main focus. Your number one priority is to live in the moment, take it all in and just enjoy it and have a good time and that really enabled me to relax and then I got two VVs so you can see how just actually thinking about having fun out there and not thinking of it as much of a I have to run well um, does have quite a positive impact and And I kind of started to do that a bit more when I ran at nationals because I was really trying to have a good experience instead of being very too focused I think there's a it's very good being focused but I think there is a a point where you can get too focused you've got to be focused but you've you've got to find that level haven't you and and dad what was it a shall we say a a worry or am I making a bigger thing of it than it than it was or did did did, um, you as a family just it will come just yeah, it's always a worry when, when Amy's frustrated about her running and you could see she was getting frustrated but you know as she said when she was when she did the indoors she was beaten by three people that that went on to do fantastic things last year so there was you know at the time it was very frustrating but, but in, in, looking in, back in the full scheme of things, yeah, yeah it was a, it was a very good result and in the indoors it's very small margins so it can seem like oh I'm miles away from a PV but in reality if you just had slightly slightly quicker reactions or dip that ever that little bit more you would have been right there but you i was so tense i couldn't dip or i was so tense i wasn't listening to the gun so i didn't react as quick so just really fine margins can mean the difference between running a pb more and a, then, a tenth of a second is a pb yeah as, as you said right yeah. at the beginning of this so um i think it was just learning to enjoy racing instead of being so worked up and nervous I couldn't eat or I was feeling sick beforehand just to try and relax well the other thing is to con- concentrate on the things that you've done in training wasn't it to, to execute yeah. those things as you should do and you know that you do time and time again in training not focus on the time but just focus on executing the race as you should do and, and this again is where we forget she's only 16 exactly <laughs> exactly she's only 16 you know when we tend to forget we tend to forget that, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah. You know, we, we rarely, rarely do. Started off um, the national championships, um, and um, you've, you've, you've said that you, your previous trip to Hungary, you've, talk, you've talked all all about that as well. You you you, you like Hungary, don't you? Well, Hungary <laughs> writes you, whichever way it yeah. is. Um, yeah, that the whole the whole of last year was just a massive learning experience for me because I had my GCSEs that year as well, and I definitely knew that I needed to put my academics before my athletics at that point because they're usually on quite an equal equal footing with maybe academics a little bit ahead sometimes athletics a little bit ahead sometimes like at the weekend but um, athlete, um, academics really needs to take precedent during my GCSEs which was over the course of quite a long time um, 28 exams I think so 
and they come at the wrong time of your yeah. life don't they? they get in the way <laughs> yeah it was on, i had a gcse on my birthday so that was oh that's that awful was, i know i know that's but, a shocker. <laughs> but i was quiet and lucky in the sense that um on the weekend of the first week of my gcse's i raced at loughborough international which is one of my favorite competitions and um i'd finished the race and as i was dipping for the line i just rolled my ankle and straight in the moment i didn't think anything was wrong because there was no pain but as soon as i got off the track i was with dad and my coach and i was like it really hurts i had to sit down and i was like oh god this could be really bad and it did turn out to be really not nice it would it was very persistent and it wouldn't go we tried lots of different things working with my physio tried ultrasound acupuncture just massage and it was really taking its time to go and every time we thought it was it was completely healed up went back to training and it was like no pain you have to stop and then it just meant i didn't train for about six weeks six weeks six weeks so i practically had to start my training again because i'd lost all my momentum and all the capacity that i built up all the speed that i built up so especially in the year where i thought at the beginning of the year one of my targets was to medal at the european under 18s and then when I, <laughs> it was such bad timing because if it had been a couple of months later, I was back in form then because that was where I would have been at that time of the season had I not had six weeks out. So, but it gave you an opportunity to do your GCSEs. Yeah, I know. Well, I if you're going to get injured, get injured in the, in the GCSEs. I didn't have to take Brilliant. any time out of my revision schedule. So. <laughs> it was good in a way because I, I, well that saved the battle dad didn't it <laughs> yeah yeah at least i had something to do it wasn't just sat around bored for six weeks okay. it kind of took my mind off it a bit to be fair and i'm kind of, i'm almost glad i did have them at that time because otherwise I would have been sitting at home thinking oh my god i wish i was at training i wish i was at training but yeah it wasn't too bad we weren't too bad and you got through it right we're going to catch up um with graham now with all the strider news and then we're going to come back and see what's um coming up next for our Amy Tuesday night quarter to eight whatever the weather remember flow serves off if you're on the way down there just turn around go back home it's warmer and drier Nut Strider's had a fairly quiet weekend by their standards but I'm sure Graham's got lots to talk about Graham good evening good evening yeah we did have a fairly quiet weekend but I've actually got two weeks of uh, stuff to catch up on Mick because it wasn't done last week so uh I guess crack, get, get, get cracking with that. So uh, uh, the weekend before last uh, week, last Saturday, we had uh, two striders, Stephen Thomason and Henrietta McCabe, at the Clumber Park night trail run. So that was a 7K run, uh, not surprisingly, at Clumber Park. And it was all sort of head torches and, uh, and, and after dark running in, in the trails of uh, Clumber Park. So uh, Henrietta went round in 44 minutes and 46 seconds. And uh, Stephen Thomason went round in uh, uh, 34 minutes and uh, 50 seconds. We had uh, five in the wildest peaks the week last Sunday, which uh, you might expect is a fairly wild uh, run in the peaks of Derbyshire. And as you might expect at this time of year, um, the weather was pretty uh, uh, pretty wintry, so some snow to contend with. And I heard you getting all the details, gory details of that race from uh, Dave last Wednesday. So I shan't repeat all that. But we had uh, five striders taking part in that. But Emma Gilbert in the longer version of the race, which uh, should have been uh, 25.6K, but was reduced by the... Uh, organizers to 21.5k because of the uh, uh the wintry weather and emma did those 21.5k in two hours and 42 uh, uh minutes which gave her a, a gold time award actually for, for that event and we had four in the shorter version of the uh wildest peaks which is 10.6k which is still not to be um uh, sort of trifled with especially since it's pretty hilly we had uh, our two new club captains Becky Clift and uh, Steve Padgett, along with Tracy Partridge and uh, Anthea Moisey. And the four of them really ran most of the way round as a group together, um, given the, the sort of nasty conditions and uh, really club spirits all stayed together and all did the race uh, between 1 hour 41 and 1 hour 42 uh, uh, minutes. And also last Sunday, and in fact last Saturday and Sunday, we had Bev Hancock. She was racing in the Canny Cross event down in the West Midlands there. So that was on Saturday and Sunday. And Bev uh, came uh, second on Saturday, second on Sunday, which was good enough for sort of first uh, female overall in that event. So well done, Bev, there. On to this weekend, and we had a super turnout at the park run 
as usual, and uh, lots of us were there at Newark and other places as well. But uh, at Newark, we had Philippa Clark. She got a fantastic new personal best time, 22 minutes and 28 seconds. So knock it over a minute over her personal best time. So well done, Philippa there. Well done, everybody else. Now, Striders doesn't have a uh, junior section because uh, it's a sort of 18 and over club, but uh, some of our sort of sons and daughters and things do constitute a little bit of an unofficial junior Striders section, and we had a good turnout there at the park run from them on Saturday, and uh, we had Charlotte Palmer got a PB, 25 uh, minutes and 52 seconds, and also did a 50th park run. And also, Max Pickles did his 25th volunteering, so he's qualified for his... Uh, that's something to do with the Duke of Edinburgh's award. And, and Max went round in just over an hour with a surgical boot on his foot. So uh, a sterling effort from Max and there wasn't a, uh, a dry eye in the house as he was coming up the hill towards the finish at the park run there. On to Sunday, and we had just one person actually taking part in an event. We had Chris Craig at the Club Park Trust 10K, 64 minutes and uh, 21 seconds. And... Uh, uh, I think the main club effort on Sunday was at the uh, uh, the old clubs run where uh, Striders, um, Firm Running Club, Not Fast and uh, New York AC all get together to run um, as part of the uh, organisation of the New York Half Marathon. So we did 5.5 to 12.5 mile routes as, as a group and there's a big turnout from all four clubs and a, and a great time as that by all. And certainly at Rumbles is doing a pretty good uh, trade in tea and coffee once we've got back to Scott's Park at the end. In fact, we had a little bit of an all-clubs run tonight because I've just come back from Beacon Hill where uh, both uh, Striders and Notfast were uh, training, running up and down Beacon Hill in the, in the rain and the, and the cold conditions. So there's no doubt in the commitment of the sort of New York runners on a cold Tuesday evening. So what's coming up then? We've got uh, uh, cross-country this weekend, this coming weekend, at Colic Woods. So we'll have a good club turnout, turnout there and uh, an enjoyable cross-country event uh, to come there. We've got some uh, sort of run and talk events coming up. We've got the finishing off our sort of um, run every day in January event and our, uh, and our special run and talk event on the 7th of um, February. But I won't go into detail on that because you've got some special guests in the, in the uh, studio tomorrow night to tell you all about that one. So just to finish off, we've got a special mention for Peter Davis and uh, Lewis Hopkinson who got a award from the Knotts uh, Amateur Athletics uh, Association because they uh, completed all five events in the county championships last year, all the way from um, uh, 5k right up to marathon. And uh, both sort of Lewis and Peter and Mary Swindles and uh, Jan Bailey got uh, uh, eight gold medals and uh, two silvers and a bronze medal between them. So a fantastic effort, and that was uh, recognised by the Knots uh, AAA. So a fantastic week we've had, and an exciting one to come, Mick. Absolutely, and uh, the commitment of um, Not Fast and the Striders and um, New York AC are all, all out doing their bit tonight, but uh, the footballers are tucked up in front of um, <laughs> the fire at home. But, uh, yeah. um, not as crazy as us. Not as crazy, <laughs> exactly. Graham, thank you so much. As you say, tomorrow night it is going to be a Striders night, and it's one of those special nights. I know where Tony's looking forward to it um, immensely tomorrow night when we talk about run and talk, and it affects... Uh, in different ways and different versions it can affect anybody and everybody and, and amy at 16 was telling us tonight that uh, you know at times when she got it into her head that she'd got to go faster got to go faster yeah. um so we're gonna have a long talk about that tomorrow yeah, night i'm looking forward to the show i'll be listening in okay well we'll catch you again next tuesday Bye now. thanks graham bye-bye wonderful graham watch with the striders report um amy um, we've talked about. Oh, what do you want? I was just going to say. Gone again. I was just going to defend my footballers. They're not putting their feet up in the warm. They've gone training at the um, new uh, sports hub. Quite right too. Right, moving swiftly on. Um, 2018 was brilliant. 2000, and, apart from the injury, 2019 was. By the way, the GC, whatever the results, I take it it was all wonderful. Yes, <laughs> they were. They were really, really good. Good. That's the spirit. Um, I know you want to go Loughborough and sport, 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 but what does Amy want to be when she goes out into this big wide world? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> haven't, haven't you got... Uh... So the A-levels that I take right now are chemistry, music and English lit, and at university, university I know that I either want to do 
English Lit or Chemistry. So two very different, quite opposite things. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I know that I definitely need to have that backup of education because a lot of people think, oh, no, I'll be fine. I'll mm. train every day, yeah. every week. And then We've said this not, not go to school, yeah. not carry on with university, drop out and get an injury and then uh, suddenly at a loss with what to do. Uh, so. yeah. And it's nice to have that contrast and something different to athletics because a lot of people, are like, like I was a little bit last year, way too centred upon athletics and build it up and just need something different to focus on, just keep my mind <laughs> going. Yeah. What what's going to be the highlight of two thousand nine? Oh, you don't know, do you really? Because you, you, know, you don't know when the phone calls come in or, or the emails come in. <laughs> well, I hope, I hope it's going to be um, the European juniors, so European under twenties, which are in Sweden. Sweden. So make a change. I'm hungry for you. <laughs> hopefully, um, I'll be able to go for the relay and the hundred, but you never know. And hopefully. Hopefully, I run a P- another PB this year. That'd be that's the big aim. But it's not the be all not, and end all. It's not the be all and end all. No. But if it happens, it's brilliant. It would be lovely because yeah. this is my first year as an under twenty. So now I can race the seniors as well because you can race up an age group. So it's opened a lot more doors to, for me being an under twenty. And um, yeah, we will just have to see how it goes. It started off rather well, so. In the GB Junior Relay. Yeah, team. and again, I'm in the Futures Relay program, so GB Under 20 Relay um, squad. We, and we had a practice or a camp earlier this month, which was really good. We'll have another one, I think, in March. And I'm also on the ACE program run by British Athletics. So that's the uh, Athletic Academy for, Academy for Sporting Excellence. So it's actually, you get a college degree I think not at the end of, not a degree but like a diploma okay. something like that um, I can go up on the wall like, <laughs> you do different nice modules on like nutrition psychology um, drugs and like performance enhancing drugs and <laughs> <laughs> and lots of other things to do with sports so it's all about enabling you to have the best career possible and kind of supporting you in your progression <laughs> as well as <coughs> giving you a diploma at the same time so that's lovely so it should be a another, relatively busy year this another year. busy year Connor. Amy yeah. don't leave it so long this time before you come back to see oh, us yeah. because we're, we're desperate to keep up with Newark's absolute superstar GB oh. International England International get it right <laughs> Dad will tell me off England International Amy Hunt tomorrow as we said we're talking about run and talk with the striders so we'll, we look forward to that but Dad and Amy with the cold <laughs> thank you very much for coming in thank and you. super congratulations from everybody in the world of Newark Sport for what happened at the weekend. And we've got it organised. You're going to <laughs> run with Newark AC on the track. Bye-bye. <laughs> we are-